Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi, oven mitt, right-hand gal, amazing stunt mitt, and depth-defying daredevil. Depth-defying? Yeah. What? Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. It's day three of Chicken Week. Today, we have an action-packed show for you. First up, it's some tongue-defying science in pressing questions. I'm not sure I'd call it tongue-defying. I don't think I want to call anything tongue-defying. Followed by a thrilling adventure in our wild card. Molly, I hope you brought a seatbelt. Brought a seatbelt? Yeah, because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Cue the theme song. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Recipe. Mitzi, are you wearing a helmet? I am. Molly, you know how if someone is afraid all the time, some people might call them a chicken? Yes. It's not very nice. I agree. Not nice to them or to chickens. Chickens are totally brave sometimes. But it got me thinking. Lately, I've been doing really well conquering my fears and doing things that are brave. You're right, Mitzi. I have been noticing. You're doing a great job feeling confident in trying new things. Yeah, thanks, Molly. That that means a lot, especially coming from you. But anyhow, since I've been really crushing it in the brave department lately, I've been considering dabbling in being a stunt mitt. A stunt mitt? Yes. Listeners, a stunt double is someone in a movie or TV show who does awesome tricks. Like if an actor does a spectacular jump on a motorcycle or swings through the trees on a vine, it's very possible that they brought in a stunt double to do those things for them. And so, Molly, I've decided I'm going to become a podcast stunt mitt. How will that work, Mitzi? Podcasts don't really have a lot of stunts. Yet. Mitzi. Molly. I have a bad feeling about this. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Stop your worrying. Besides, first things first, before any mind-blowing stunts, we should probably start our first segment. You're right. Listeners, it's time for Pressing Questions, a segment where we answer a question from a young chef using science. Every week we go through our emails and voicemails and find a question that we can conduct a science experiment to answer. And then I'll call up a kid recipe tester to try it out. Here's how it will work. We are going to talk to a kid recipe tester in their home and go step-by-step through each part of the experiment in our episode. And when we're done and our episode is over, we encourage all of you to recreate this science for yourselves in your own recipe labs. And don't forget to tell us how it went. You can send us an email at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. I'll go 
yourself through everything you send us. Ah, we're so excited to hear from you. All right, should we get started with today's question? Ready when you are. Let's hear it. White meat chicken, or like a chicken breast, is a little boring. Is there any way to cook it that'll help it make it more seasoned and juicy? Great question from Zoe, who is our former ingredient guesser, and her sister Lexi. There is a lot of science behind how to cook juicy and seasoned chicken, and today we are going to have a taste test to find the answers. Listeners, if you want to try this experiment at home, here's what you will need. Two boneless, skinless chicken breasts, about six to eight ounces each. Table salt, pepper, one quart of water, extra virgin olive oil, masking tape, marker, paper towels, cutting board, large bowl, whisk, 10-inch nonstick skillet, tongs, instant read thermometer, a chef's knife, plates, and forks. I'm going to call up Zoe and Lexi and get this experiment started. Hi! Thanks so much for helping us with the show today. Um, It's so good to have you back on Mystery Recipe, Zoe, and so good to have you, Lexi. So you guys wanted to know how to cook juicy and seasoned chicken breasts, since white meat chicken can sometimes come out dry and a little bit boring. In order to learn about the science of cooking juicy chicken, we're going to brine one chicken breast and leave one plain. We'll cook all of the chicken the same way and then do a taste test to see if there's difference. Do you guys know what a brine is? No. No. Well, a brine is just another word for salty water. So we're going to start our experiment by making two masking tape labels. So use your marker to write brined on one label and unbrined on the second label. You're going to stick one label on one large plate and the other label on the other large plate. And then... We are going to do this all over again with two more labels that will stick on opposite ends of the cutting board. So the reason that we're doing all this labeling is that both of our samples, the chicken, are going to look the same. So this will guarantee that we know which one is which as we go through our experiment. All right, there we go. Amazing. All right, so next up in a large bowl, whisk your water and a quarter cup of salt until the salt dissolves. You'll use your tongs to place one of your chicken breasts in the brine and put the chicken and the brine in the refrigerator for 30 minutes. All right, so next up, we're going to make a prediction. Zoe and Lexi, what do you think? Do you think the brined chicken and unbrined chicken will taste the same or different after they're cooked? And why do you think so? I'd say they taste different because after an dad marinates, it tastes different. So I'm guessing something similar would happen. Yes, I I think you guys are onto something. Zoe, how do you think it will be different? Um, maybe like it'll definitely have like the salt flavor. So you won't. So you might not even need to add salt on the top. And soaking might like loosen the fibers of the chicken up or whatever. I love all of these thoughts. So we need to wait out these remaining 30 minutes. But I think for our listeners' sake, we'll just fast forward this part. All right. It has been 30 minutes. 
Now it is time to remove the chicken from the brine and place it on a paper towel lined plate. And then you can use your tongs or your hands to take the chicken out of the brine and place it on the paper towel. You can place the other chicken breast on the other large plate labeled unbrined. And then we're going to use paper towels to pat both of the chicken breasts all over. We'll use different paper towels and dry them off because drier chicken means more browning and more flavor when the chicken is cooked. All right, so you're sprinkling pepper evenly over both sides of both chicken breasts. So you want to flip them over and do it too. Nice work. All right, now it is officially time to wash your hands. And so next we're gonna move over to the stove and cook both of these chicken samples. All right, so in your nonstick skillet, you're gonna heat one tablespoon of oil over medium heat for one minute. And we're gonna heat it up so the oil is hot, but not smoking, so shimmering. We'll do it for one minute. How's the oil looking? Is it looking shimmery yet? Um, let me check. I mean, sorta. All right, well, let's start bringing the chicken over and use your tongs to place each one in the pan. All right. We're gonna cook the chicken until it's browned on the first side, which will take about six to eight minutes. I think I can hear it. Is it sizzling over there? Yeah, that's good. All right, how is the chicken looking over there? It's been a little over six minutes. It's like a light, light golden brown. Okay, well, let's give it another minute or two until they both are browned, and then we will flip them over. So use clean tongs to flip your chicken breasts and cook until the chicken registers 165 degrees on an instant read thermometer, which might take another six to eight minutes. You may want to ask an adult for help on this part. Once the second side is browned, turn off the heat. All right, so use clean tongs to transfer the cooked chicken to your cutting board, putting them next to the right label. And now it's gonna be time to observe our results. You guys ready to slice them? Yep. All right, so slice your unbrined chicken breast and brined chicken breast, and we're gonna taste a few bites each. Start with the, the unbrined. And how would you describe the flavor? I mean, it's a good chicken breast, plain though. Okay, a plain chicken breast. Let's try a bite of the brine. It's delicious. Yeah, how does it, what's the flavor like? Um, it's a little salty. The texture is just so much better. It's soft. And like, I don't know, there's just something about it that makes it feel more like soft and it doesn't really like crunch or you don't have to bite through it. It just kind of melts away in your mouth. So would you say it's juicier? Definitely. And more tender and just generally altogether better. Yeah. Yeah, Lexi, you agree? Which one did you like the best? Brined. Brined. I mean, like, the other one's okay, but this one just has so much more flavor and texture. All right, that seems pretty clear-cut to me. The brined one was better. Okay, well, you guys did an amazing job both cooking and eating this chicken. Want to hear a little bit about the science? Yeah. Sure. All right. Well. And now, 
can I direct your attention to the center microphone? Mitzi, what are you doing? Oh, I love your outfit. Listeners, Mitzi is wearing, what, is that a pink sequin leotard? It's a onesie. I love how it sparkles. But hello, listeners! Podcast stunt Mitzi here to blow out those speakers! Uh, Please don't do that, Mitzi. Those are expensive. Oh, hi, Chad. Okay, sure. No problem. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) all right. Well, first trick is off the table then. But for my next stunt, tongue twisters! Tongue twisters? Stand back, Molly. Brace yourselves, listeners. <clears throat> red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. I need a spork. Look, there's a spork. I need a spork. Look, there's a spork. And drum roll, please, for my big finale. <clears throat> toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, uh... toy boat. Listeners, I think this might go on for a while. Let's cut to a quick word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups. I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. We simply cannot have enough snacks in my house. That's why Kroger's ship service is so great. If you don't live right next to a Kroger store, you can still have all your favorite Kroger's treats shipped right to you. It's fast and easy. Browse snacks and other stuff online, and your order will arrive in as little as one to three days. Learn more at Kroger.com and get the yummiest snacks shipped directly to your doorstep. Molly. Chad. I am so excited to talk about some of the awesome books America's Test Kitchen Kids has available for all of the young chefs out there. Me too. There is the complete DIY cookbook for young chefs filled with awesome recipes and dishes that kids will recognize and fun ways for them to make them at home. Things like Pop-Tarts, pancake mix, French onion dip, all types of good stuff. Yes, and there's my first cookbook filled with easy and delicious recipes like our banana oat pancakes or applesauce mini muffins that are kid-tested and kid-approved. Absolutely. All of these and more are available wherever books are sold. Amazing. So many cookbooks. So many. Plus, for any Mitzi fans out there, we have a new picture book called Mitzi the Oven Mitt Goes to School, a story about being brave, written by our very own Chad. So excited for that one. It is available for pre-order now and will be coming out in August wherever books are sold. Be sure to check it out. And we're back. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Oh, and that's a hundred toy boats. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And don't forget to tip your servers. Mitzi, you are right. That was a podcast stunt. Oh, it was not easy, but someone's got to do it. Do they, though? Okay. Are you ready for my next stunt? Wait. While you do that, let's talk science. All right, Zoe and Lexi, brining chicken in a saltwater brine not only seasons it inside and out, but it also helps make the chicken breast juicy. Yeah, I'm using my brine to try and understand this segment, Molly. 
but I'm getting a little lost. No, not your brain, Mitzi, a brine. But by brining your chicken or soaking chicken in salty water, it salts the inside. Tiny molecules and ions, like the salt dissolved in the water, naturally move from places where there are lots of them. A.K.A. the brine. To places where there are fewer of them. The inside of our chicken? Exactly. This process is called diffusion. The brine contains more salt than the chicken. As the chicken sits in the brine, some salt moves from the brine into the chicken. This makes the chicken taste more seasoned. Huh. So because there was a lot of salt in the water and not a lot of salt in the chicken, the salt moves from the water into the chicken? Exactly. And that makes the chicken taste evenly salty all the way through. The salt is coming from inside the house. Or chicken. Chicken house. But Molly, I noticed we used a quarter cup of salt in this recipe. That's kind of a lot of salt, isn't it? Well, brining something isn't the same as putting salt directly on top. Even though you added a quarter cup of salt to the water, only a tiny amount makes its way inside the chicken. This seasons the chicken all the way through. If you sprinkled salt on the chicken, you'd only season the outside. Well, that tells us about the flavor. But what made the brined chicken so much juicier? Good question, Mitzi. Water also travels around during the chicken's bath in the brine. Water moves from the brine... Where there's a lot of it. ...to the inside of the chicken. Where there's less of it. This process is called osmosis, and it makes brined meat juicier than unbrined meat. Huh. So if I soak chicken in water before cooking it, then it will be juicier? Not just any old water. Water alone doesn't make meat juicy. You need salt to save the day. When the salt in the brine travels into the chicken, it changes the shape of the protein molecules in the meat. This helps the chicken hold on to its added water even after it's cooked. And it makes the meat more tender, too. Brining, it's a win-win. Thank you, salt. Thank you, salt. And thank you, Lexi and Zoe. Also, hi, Zoe. Miss you. Nice to meet you, Lexi. Oh, siblings, love it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on our experiment. It was so good to have you again on Mystery Recipe, Zoe. And so good to have you for the first time, Lexi. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Wow. All that learning. My brain feels heavier somehow. Are you sure it might not be all the toy boats? Aha! Speaking of stunts, can I direct your attention back to the center mic? Okay, Mitzi, you have our attention. For my next podcast stunt, I will break this glass. Where'd you get that? Oh, I'm a mitt, Molly. It's like being a giant pocket. I will break this glass with just my voice. Mitzi, I think that's sort of an urban legend. Well, then call me Urban, because I'm about to get legendary up in here. <coughs> oh, my goodness! I did it! I did it! Mitzi, you did it! That was really exciting. Molly, I did not expect them to actually work. Oh, yikes. Ooh, I, I made very much of a mess. Oopsies, sorry! Yeah, do not try this at home, listeners. Ah! Molly just did the warning. Attached to true stunts. Podcast stunt Mitzi has a nice ring to it, huh? It certainly does. 
But while you clean all this up, how about we go to our next segment? You got it, Molly. It's time for our wild card. Each week, we like to end things with something a little wacky in our wild card. And today, we have a truly galactic adventure with Starcoop, chicken thighs. Rhodes, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starcoop chicken thighs. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no chicken has gone before. Across the road. Chicken's log, Triptate 43511. It's been approximately four days since we've seen an enemy ship pass on the road. Perhaps the time to cross is finally upon us. Captain Picard. Yes, Bach, what is it? Captain Picard, our communications relay between this coop and the barn seems to be failing. Communications relay? Yes, it's... it's really just Cluck. We send him back and forth with messages, and he hasn't returned for almost a week now. Well, go check on him. Make it so. Yes, Captain. Cluck? Cluck, are you in here in the barn? Why is the door closed? Any second. The sun is gonna rise any second now. It has to. And then I'm gonna tell everybody. They'll wanna know. They'll wanna know that the sun is rising, and I'll tell them. Cluck! What are you doing over there in the corner of the barn? Cluck! Answer me! Snap out of it, chicken! Cluck! Bach! Bach, what are you doing here? Where am I? You're in the corner of the barn, Cluck. You were saying something about the sun rising? It's been about a week since we've seen you. A week? Oh, no. Yes, a week. What happened here? What's the last thing you remember? I don't... Oh, 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 no, I remember. I was last talking to Hen when... Oh, no, she brought me over here to this corner and told me the sun was about to rise, that I needed to tell everyone once it did. I didn't realize I was indoors. I've been waiting here all week. I... It's okay, Cluck. It's okay. You head back to the coop and rest. I have to go find Captain Picard and warn him about Hen. Well, well, well. Look who it is. Hen, what are you doing here back at the Star Coop Chicken Thighs? Oh, I'm sorry. Were you expecting the captain? Listen, Hen, I don't know what you want, but you won't get away with it. Our farmer loves all his chickens. He won't let anything happen to us. That's exactly why I'm here, Bach. Can't you see? This coop of chickens has been inching closer and closer to crossing that road. And we just can't have that, now can we? The farmer decided to shake things up a bit. Crossing the road just didn't seem like such a good idea after all. I don't believe that. Not for a minute. Oh, ruffling your feathers, am I? Well, if the farmer sent you, then why would you play that mean trick on Cluck? And what have you done with Captain Picard? No, I think you are up to something, and I don't like it. Questions, questions, questions. So many questions you have, Bach. Haven't you heard that curiosity killed the cat? Imagine what it would do to the chicken. Hen? 
what are you doing in here? Oh my goodness, it's the farmer. Oh my goodness, it's the, it's the farmer. Hi, farmer. Hello, I love you. Do you have food? I love you, farmer. Come on, hen. Your pen is way up on the other side of the yard. Let's go. Hi, farmer. Do you have food? Wait, do you have food? I love you. I love you, farmer. I do. I love you. Where's the food? I love you. But how did the farmer know Hen was here? I told him. Captain Picard, it's you. Yes, it's good to see you, Bach. I'm glad you're okay. I'm so glad you're safe, Captain. But wait, isn't the farmer's house? Across the road? Yes. Yes, it is. You've done it! I can't believe it. You've really done it. This chicken crossed the road in order to save his ship. Wow. I love Star Coop Chicken Thighs. My favorite installment of the whole franchise. Me too. That Captain Picard, so brave. I sure am wiped from all those stunts. And this week, what a week it was! This week, we learned all about livestock, specifically chicken, and how to shred it, and how brining can make chicken seasoned and juicy. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? We only have one ingredient left. So far, we've talked about cinnamon, vegetable oil, garlic, chipotle chili powder, tomato sauce, and now, chicken! You'll have to tune in next week to find out what our final ingredient will be. Then we'll be dropping a special episode that will reveal our mystery recipe for Season 3 and give your grown-ups a shopping list so you can all cook along with us in the season finale cook-along. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Please, it's a great way to support our show. Or you can give us a review. Until next time, keep Keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a chocolate croissant. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is Eggs Benedict. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a breakfast burrito. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Anya Jeshik and Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. They are two eggs over easy with a side of corned beef hash. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a Pop-Tart. Our post-production supervisor is Jen Margolis. She's French toast. Our line producer is Diane Knox, who is also an omelet. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's two double lattes. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a blueberry pancake. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, senior editors, Afton Cyrus and Ali Velez Aldifer, test cooks, Andrea Vavjin and Cassandra Laughlin, Assistant editors, Katie O'Hara and Tess Berger, and assistant test cook, Kristen Bango. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Jonathan Cormer, Brianna Maya, Gina DeMay, and Adriana Cologne. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and the National Mango Board. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids.
Molly, I have one final surprise for you. Another stunt? No, not another stunt. Another outfit. Mitzi. It's a matching pink sequin onesie in your size. Oh, it is so pretty. I love it, Mitzi. Thank you. You're welcome. We can wear them every day if you want. Not every day, but I really do love it. Uh, we could wear them every other day. Maybe once a week. Uh, maybe twice a week. Once a week. Except sometimes twice a week. Oh, it's so cute, Mitzi. I know it's cute. That's why we're going to wear them every single day. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 